saying okay about rhythm i'm sure i was talking about rhythm i was thinking of another time at the triple bar i was getting it and this couple was there and me and his girl his girl got kind of locked in on a rhythm and we just kept going through the evening <coughs> and we were just locked in but so the rhythm for me you probably see me out there you probably say oh my god oh my god and it's probably hard for you to imagine that at one time I had trouble finding the beat or assuming that rhythm. And I can remember practicing even. Dancing, practicing dancing and rhythm. And I think what I might have been doing was trying to do a dance to a, a rhythm instead of just moving my body to a rhythm. I'm like trying to do choreographed steps in time. And that may have been throwing me off or thought I had to do moves or some kind of gesture, gestures in place in a syncopated rhythm. <clears throat> I don't know, but either way, even going to church, it was hard for me to get that. It's a, I mean, I can remember. I can literally remember. It was. I just. I'll be there. I'll be listening to church. I was stare. You know, either preaching. It didn't. I like church. Oh, we did like church. I ain't gonna lie to you. All the other kids would sneak out. Burning and them used to sneak out. I just, you know, my cousins that I sit there and this church mother speak, all this, you know, bishops and hierarchy speak, and I I'd be watching them and understanding their role, their title, their movements. I just I used to now that I look back in life, I used to study some stuff. I used to be a studier. And I was thinking today, because uh, I posted about the crystal radio, I used to do a lot of stuff by myself. Even when I was little, I did a lot of stuff by myself because I I realized at an early age that if there's something I want to do, I'm going to have to do it. Or I'm going to have to do it alone. You know, you know basically, sometimes there's things you're just going to have to go. Everybody ain't going to want to do it. And if you want to do it bad enough, you're going to end up doing it alone. And then you're going to realize, oh, okay. I just have to do this alone. And then I guess that evolved. Because I used to go to the hobby shop. I used to ride my bike. I mean, I'm what, 10, 11, 12, whatever. Ride my bike miles. That's a big deal. Even back then when it was kind of safe or whatever you want to call it. But it, um, it, 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 you know, I used to do stuff by myself and just go to the library. I knew where the libraries were, where the big one was. I knew how to go in there and where my section was with the radio and electronics, books and stuff. And I used to go to G.C. Murphy on Market Street and look at the Hot Wheel cars and Western Auto and stop out Thompson's the hardware store to get equipment to build uh, crystal radio antennas and uh, Radio Shack. Uh, I used to go to Radio Shack. I used to catch the bus out to the mall to go to Olsen Electronics, Lafayette Electronics. Anyway, so there was a time when, you know, I had to struggle to find a rhythm. Then over the as the evening would go, I would get the rhythm and you know be locked in. And then by that time, you know the show's over and you want another one. That's back when I used to. Well, I still do five, six shows a night if I could. <laughs> I was gonna say that's back when I used to do five shows a week. I'm talking about P-Funk shows too. When I say shows, I mean P-Funk. I used to do five P-Funk shows. Nigga, like, nigga, you still do. <laughs> when did you stop doing that? 
<laughs> in your mind? <laughs> um, no, and, and, and what was I talking about? Uh, I forgot. <clears throat> anyway, so it would be, oh yeah, hard for me to struggle to get it. But then now, lately, I mean now, you know, over years and years, years of whatever I went through and whatever I evolved through, and that's a whole different discussion. I can't get off beat. It's like, I cannot get off beat. It's like, even if there's no music playing, it's like, I feel like I am just, I have hit a zone or motion or something that where a harmony or a confidence or a groove. And I say confidence because I think it's more mental and understanding and feeling and vibe and all that kind of sort of rainbowy new agey shit that can be explained with scientific terms put together properly. <laughs> but I don't say nothing to I'm gonna stop that giggling. What's with the giggling? <laughs> why I be doing that? I'm gonna stop that. I'm like, why am I giggling all the time after I'm saying something? That's not how I'm feeling. Kiss my ass. So now with the confidence and the understanding okay confidence and self-assuredness and ego and understanding and everything it's like <clears throat> the rhythm of everything it's like I'm, I'm 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 riding the rhythm of everything at any given moment not just of the music that's happening not just of the song that's on right now but of life itself. I know that's I'm, I'm going too far. Just want to make it sensational and woof, you know. But uh, something like that. It, it, it just wasn't practice. It just wasn't like rhythm timing or you know beat synchronization, foot eye coordination. It felt like it was more of a confidence because when you walk into place, and and I kind of realized too that. When you're nervous, you can't hit the beat. And if you can, in our evolutionary history, if an animal walks in, if I walk in a place and I'm on beat and it shows that I'm not nervous, that's gonna be a sign of confidence. A certain movement's gonna be confidence. So evolutionary, you can almost say that the kind of movements could be attractive to females <clears throat> therefore they breed with you blah 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 then your offspring will go farther that's just basically evolution I'm sure many of you are aware of that though being creationists I hope you still understand the theory of evolution whether you agree with it or not but that's another story for another day so that movement in an animal can be, I think, can be linked to evolution and instinctive breeding between the sexes of male and female at the club. And, and basically dancing, you go to a club, you know, dancing boys on one side, girls on the other, that whole thing is like, can be like a mating ritual. Or a mating, not ceremony, but a mating, you know, come together or gathering or blah, blah, blah. So, and I just wanted to cut it on to say that, I guess, that I do remember 
when the rhythm just started to feel it was confidence i can remember going to people when i first started going to people on shows i was just totally in awe i mean it was not even awe it was shock it was not shock it was almost fear i mean i've never done anything like that i was young going to like stadiums twenty thousand negroes twenty thousand crazy p-funk people and the band on stage and the whole thing and this the whole and then one thing about going to those first shows, it was so damn important for me to them not to let me down. And when I mean not let me down for the production, for me to go there and be disappointed. It's like worshiping this shit for two, three, four years, and then finally getting to see it, witness it, and just praying and hoping that it doesn't let you down. I'm not talking about any one individual or one person or the band or anything. Just the whole situation, the whole thing, you know, to still be impressed by it or to, um, um, you know, hold that faith in it. Because I was worried. I said, what if I go here and this underwater shit is cheesy and it looks stupid? <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm putting my name on some bullshit. No. That's Jeffrey's music. Jeffy was screaming Mothership Connection way before all you niggas jumped on after Flashlight and Knee Deep. Now some of y'all go back farther into the Funkadelic stuff, but y'all was quiet. <laughs> I was the one. <laughs> See, I'm giggling again. What's with the giggling? Stop giggling! That's better. I was the one Riding down the street listening to Parliament Funkadelic. I am the one who got in the paper, the Youngstown Vindicator, which is no longer in publication, which my daughter worked for. I was the one, and I remember it too. My father picked me up. <clears throat> I was coming in, it, it was having a show in Youngstown. And my father picked me up to, uh, you know, from the airport or whatever. And I was like, oh, can we stop by the store and pick up some newspaper? And he stopped, we would pick up the newspaper, right? So I grabbed the newspaper, opened it, and I was right there, big ass picture. My picture was bigger than George's. <clears throat> my picture was there, George was there, and told my little story about coming back to Youngstown, seeing P-Funk, you know, after all this, holding up my P-Funk one jersey. And I remember walking in there and I was like, opened it, showed my father, he looked. <laughs> That man, that's how you talking about just steel. You know, he was like, you know, look, I'm sure he was impressed. He had to be up in the paper. <clears throat> you know, even if it's just like, God dang, Negro. But, um, you know, I was like, look, and I smiled, I looked up and I went, ah, with that look. I, I gave him one of these, like, <laughs> I gave my father <coughs> one of them Jeffrey looks. <laughs> Like, I ain't gonna say, you know, just don't kiss my ass, look, but ain't I cute? Look, or whatever. It, it, but it was good. It was good. And I'm not sure how I got on that topic. But, um. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, I don't want y'all to see what I'm coming here either. Podcast.